Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Today, I'm so happy to be welcoming David Knight as a guest at Soulful Valley. David is the author of eight books, all of which I've read, and and now I'm lucky enough to be one of his beta readers. I am a fan, so this has been a great opportunity for me. He has been helping to conduct spiritual development and healing circles for over 25 years. He has been a guest speaker, sharing his enlightened experiences to promote oneness and self-realisation at various mind, body and spirit events across the UK. Through inner dictation, dream interpretation, meditation, mindfulness, precognition and healing, books he co-writes with spirit, provide the foundation to discover your own path of truth. With a renewed sense of purpose, the spiritual guidance and education directs the seeker to become realised, whereby you perceive what is already there, the truth within the permanence of life, energy and love. From a few years ago to where you are now, it's your strings to your bow, you know, and your, I'm trying to think of the right word. We're just going strength to strength, you know, there's no stopping you now, is there? There's, there's just all, now that this has happened, I can see why I did all of those things over the last few years, because everything fits together. So I happened to go and do a Corbio radio presenting course three years ago, because I felt like it, because I worked in radio when I was a teenager. Yeah. And then all of the coaching stuff that's come along, it was most, a lot of it was about me, really, about my growth, mm. but it all fits together, all the stuff i've done with the charity it all it all fits with this podcast well you see perhaps it's strange to a lot of people but perhaps perhaps not to you and i no the fact that it's everything's about timing isn't it because the things that you put in place or the things that happen you you can often think to yourself well why did that happen or why did that why did i do this and all this that and the other and it all leads to a particular path and a particular goal that starts coming into your life. So it doesn't surprise me the yeah. fact that uh, where you are from where you were all those years ago. From what I what I'm saying as well, it, it's not like I, I I don't have you know every answer, and I, you you have the answers. And like you say, if you trust in your intuition, mm. your gut feelings, and your your heart, you'll be guided to what you're meant to be doing and when. Yeah, you know? and, and we it's, all we it's all about trusting. <clears throat> yeah, and we're all always looking. For for, um, we're always looking at the outcome, aren't we? We're looking at what the outcome, but we can't even imagine what the outcome is to what's being presented to us. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know and where so, that's coming so, from. So it's about trusting the journey, isn't it? Because yeah, it's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? The destination on high, <laughs> higher consciousness knows the outcome. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah you see and the thing is those who perhaps are i mean we're all on a spiritual path it doesn't matter what people say we are all yeah. on a spiritual path but people say well i'm just starting they say oh i'm just starting well they haven't that no you know before they were born they were on the journey and, and in this physical embodiment they're on the journey but i can get where people are coming from when they say well you know i'm, I'm just opening up to new ways of thinking and those sorts of things you know when you're trying to discover new information 
it's always that I seek that person or read that book or I see that TV program, all, all those sorts of things. And they're all on the exterior. All those types of learning, they're important, but your greatest teacher is inside yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and the difficult things we've been through are the biggest lesson for me. Your biggest lesson, yeah. That yeah, relationship yeah. was part of massive growth for me because because of the stuff that came up and, and the stuff yeah. that was connected to my childhood. Yeah. I mean, how strong you are now, you know, to go through the things that you've been through and to be able to help others from your own experiences is a, an amazing gift. You know, so, so those challenges that you went through, mm. people often say, oh, why me? Mm. You know, you, you, you could reverse that and say, well, why not me? You know? what, can, what can I um, learn from this? Is, is yeah, what can you learn? Yeah. And it's about trusting, you know, people, I, I think some gurus and things, some places that I've learned from or been, I've had information from, they call it the, the wall of why or the wall of wonder in terms of, it's like a barrier that you have to overcome. And, you know, you think, well, why is that taking place in my life? And it's not until the right time, the realisation of what you've come through, that the answers come out the other end. Yeah, you know? with, hind- with hindsight, you can see it all, can't you? Well, that's right. And, you know? and you can see how law of attraction has played out in your life all the way through it as well. Yes. But, but yeah, that's absolutely. not so easy, but it's not so easy to manifest what you want because it's a completely different kettle of fish when you're manifesting it from a logical <laughs> perspective isn't it yes I, I do feel you know obviously the uh, books like The Secret and I think they're introducing a film there's a film of that I think coming out it was a film I, wa- I I actually watched a, a film of that a few years ago did you I did was yeah I didn't, I didn't read the book I watched a DVD about it ah. Esther Hicks well, I, I think was in it was it sorry I think Esther Hicks was in it and Bob Proctor and oh was it oh, was she yeah I haven't seen the DVD but the, the books they are quite enlightening I mean some people dish it the fact of the matter is we are part of creation and as we are part of creation you as in you know you as in the, the person that we're talking about or the person who's involved you are the creator yourself mm. so you create and likewise you know all those expressions like what comes around comes around and karma and all these sorts of things you know whatever you think power of your thoughts are crucial absolutely crucial so if you thinking I mean if you were on a plane and you think oh crikey I hope this plane plane don't crash you know if you had every single person on the plane thinking like that mm, then there's, more there's, there's probably more chance of something yeah. <laughs> yeah. happening because you you're actually bringing uh, not so much you know negative and positive and all that, but you're actually trying to manifest things unconsciously by saying negative things so what you feel and what you think has a massive play on the outcome of certain events in your life mm. you know, I, I'm not sort of saying well oh, oh I think I'll make a cup of tea now I'll, I'll turn the heating on now or I'll mow the lawn or whatever you, all those things are part of your everyday life you know but when you're trying to grow as a spiritual entity or, a, or a, as a human being and as a soul your thoughts really do play a crucial part of uh, of how the impact on your life so you know some people say oh you are what you think and, and to agree that is that is very true but likewise you, or vice versa you can't let the, the monkey mind dictate I, I call the monkey mind because your mind tends to sort of fly yeah. all over the place and one of the crucial things in your everyday life is not absolutely not multitask I've learned that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know and my, my, I think 
my wife says, oh, you can't multitask anyway because you can't listen to me at the same time as watching TV or, or something like that. So, because when you multitask, your the, the creative elements that's inside you and also your your thought processes, they're not channeled. They're not, you're not focusing. And even to a degree of, you know, and I'm guilty of this all the time. I really, really am. So, you know, we've got a dining table, right? But nine times out of 10, I will sit watching TV and having dinner at the same time. Mm. But the, see, on a simplistic basis, when you're eating, you're not thinking about the flavors. Mm. You're not thinking about the taste. You're not thinking about the impact of that food inside you because in a, in, a, in a way you're actually you are what you eat as well so when you're eating and you're watching tv you're not paying attention and you're not really paying attention to what's on the television either no um, and your, bo- your body's not digesting the way it should digest no. no absolutely and it's like no end of people say i mean obviously with the technical age these days people you know we're all got our mobile phones on aren't we all the time mm. it's constant as soon as you wake up in the morning, it's, oh, you know, what what message and all this rest. But We're all addicted. We're all addicted to yeah, social media. It, it's in a way, which is, there's never, ever been a better time in humanity to connect with each other. You know, no. the technological age mm. is it, just for, you know, it, Jesus, when he was given his sermons, might have had, I don't know, 50 people on a, on a mountain or something or know, around some houses or whatever. And gurus and sages throughout the the era Eras, their audience would have only been as far as their voice would have carried. Mm. Otherwise, we'd have got Chinese whispers, wouldn't we, going around uh, the masses. So the technological age has given us all the ability to communicate um, either on a one-to-one basis like this Zoom, but the fact that you're going to record it or cut and paste and do whatever will then go out as a recording to however many people will either tune in to that particular time on your podcast or years later will be able to uh, digest the advice that you're giving and I'm giving etc so but going back to the TV scenario uh, or, or the phone I read somewhere or saw something where a family had gone out for a, a local uh, for a meal on one of these eat out things but they, they weren't communicating with each other they were on the phone you know kids Thanks, on the tablet thankfully my kids are not like that they're very good they're probably better than me I'm probably the one that came on say mum put your phone down I'm like, oh, yeah Listen to you, listen to your youngers. <laughs> I will. I do. <laughs> but but you know it, the power sorry, of the internet the power of all of this social media for me I, most of what I've learned over the last few years I've had uh, a group a Facebook group for seven years so a lot of the stuff that I did for stages you know we could only get together once or twice a week depending on which project we had but we had groups where people could come in all the time so I, I cottoned onto that quite early how brilliant a tool that was and now I see all of these coaches that are, are you know making really good livings through their Facebook groups and yes. creating yeah brilliant courses that's and and you've got that direct contact with them whereas if you're you're looking at a course that's from a guru who you're not going to be able to interact with it's much more personal when it's in a smaller community online so facebook for me has been brilliant it's been a brilliant source of growth and expansion but on the opposite side i've seen people pulled into all of those groups that are really really negative yeah have you seen that uh, the social dilemma on Netflix? That's really interesting. No, unfortunately, I haven't seen that. Very good because there's the good I, and the bad, isn't there? There's the dark and the light to all of it. Well, yeah, as as in anything. I mean, on, on sort of on the spiritual front, there, there can't be any light without the dark. No, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't experience the light. You know, it's like in space, isn't it? You have a, a 
a light from a star which has traveled millions of light years to get to to be able to be visible you wouldn't see that without the expanse of space conversely you're only your physical body you know if light passes through uh, everything you're only actually physically you know with your eyes you're only actually physically seeing things because light is passing or, or is being stopped by something or flowing through something but it is interesting how some people can get sucked into the negative side of things they can be easily well we can all be easily swayed can't we it's like even like marketing you're buying something the marketing can all be glossy a car or tv or whatever Mm. um influenced by what people say or what you read or what you see and even like with the books that uh, i'm able to put out uh, you know inspirational books of any type should be taken on their face value and i don't mean that in a derogative sense because as i said earlier the greatest teacher is inside yourself Mm. so if you want motivation yeah read a book you want inspiration read a book but the truth of you is inside and that's where the answers to all personal dilemmas conflict come comes from you know you can you can go to any guru sage religious figure and they can offer advice and whether you take that on board is is well everyone's different everyone's different aren't they so so what's right for one person i've been on i've been on some coaching courses that have not been for me they're all about challenge and do 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 i've been doing i've been doing that all my life too much multitasking and that's what caused my chronic health conditions and my disability in the end because i was trying to do juggle too many balls too too many things deal with too much trauma and and then i've come across coaches that are spiritual coaches spiritual business coaches who understand the importance of of you being you resonating and being aligned with whatever it is that you're doing just throwing yourself into something because i kept one it's right for one person that's how what works for them is not what works for you no and and that's why when whenever someone explains something or you are shown something or you involve yourself in something it's whether it whether or not it resonates Mm. inside you and you know it's like you know if something feels right it probably is whereas you know on on some of the courses maybe that you've done part of part of the way through that process you you probably have that feeling well you know this isn't for me conversely you know if someone's learning anything new it may not be that the subject matter is incorrect uh, it may be that the timing mm. isn't right for that person i remember reading books by neil donald walsh Con- oh, conversations with books. god yeah 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 and uh, you know, this was many, many years ago, and there, I think it was the second one. There was there was parts of it where you know I just think, crack it, that's just gone straight straight over my head. I think I had hair then. <laughs> I, I, tap, tap, I had hair then. No, but then it could be a month, six months, or a year's time where you'd pick up that same information, whether that's through a course that you're taking or a book, and it then begins to make sense. And that's because you're either mentally emotionally or spiritually right that's the right time for it mm. so someone shouldn't knock themselves or feel bad don't like the word bad you know they shouldn't feel guilty over anything or feel any lesser of a person or any less qualified or uh, beneath someone else because they don't understand something or no, because you... uh, they don't feel good at something because no. it may not be the right time yeah and the biggest problem these days as well is that people feel like they're not enough don't they there's there's, there's a massive there's a massive thing of not enoughness because everything is targeted to us to sell to us based on that isn't it that we're not pretty enough we're not thin enough we're not happy enough we're not sexy yeah. enough <laughs> we're not clever uh, enough 
clever enough, yeah. We haven't got enough well, hair. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. I mean, me and technology, that's exactly... I mean, I am a bit of a technophobe, to be honest, and I, I have no end of problems on computers. And um, rightly or wrongly, you know, you get those feelings where you just want to pick the thing up and throw it out the window. Um, I, I used to be really good with computers. I used to design websites and I used to do HTML code, but it's all gone. <laughs> it's gone. Things, sure. things but, uh, are supposed to be easier these days, but if I, I can get in and do it, but if I haven't touched it for a week or two, uh, I forgot again and I have to go back and learn. <laughs> go back to oh. another youtube video to see how it works i know it's very youtube is very handy but the crucial thing that you mentioned and you used the word enough a minute ago mm. and you know i, I wouldn't want you know, my religious you know say religious beliefs or feelings uh, everyone believes or feels what they want to believe that's down to them mm. no one should sort of dictate and say well this that and the other but the crucial thing is it doesn't matter whether someone is you know the color of the hair their sex their race the country where they live um, the crucial thing is that you are enough exactly the way you are and who you are so God doesn't say that you know in terms of increasing your knowledge or increasing uh, or in, improving your character all the on personality all these sorts of things who's to say that person's right or that person's wrong in what they're the way they're uh, conducting themselves god says that you know be you that is enough you know you know it doesn't stop people trying to improve or to to reach goals or, or to achieve things in their lives you know like a someone who's in sport and they're trying to become an olympic athlete um you know like you were saying earlier on about the the goal and the destination obviously it's a cliche about it's the journey that counts mm. so you can you can try and achieve all those things they can have their negativity negative side as well because once you've achieved those goals where do you go from there you know, if you've yeah. reached the, the pinnacle of a profession or a sport, mm. you know, people can become insular and reclusive and because they think, well, what's next? Yeah. You know? And, and so you, see, crucial... you see that with people who get to the top of their game. And then if they haven't got that, um, I feel, spiritual connection inside them, that's where they can turn to addiction of substances to feel better because they're, they're not getting that dopamine hit that, that that was giving them. No, it's the high, the high I guess it's the high of, you know, it's the happiness and the, and, and the joy perhaps that, that what they deem as success mm. brings them but then then of course you, you come right back full circle to being peaceful and joyful and loving it's the sort of eternal triangle mm. your mind as I said with the thoughts the only person who's in control of what you think is you so if someone starts to doubt themselves or to feel I mean obviously you would know you know with the training you've had and your experiences and the people that have come to you with things like depression you know mental illnesses the the mind is absolutely and i use this word crucial because you're the one that's in control of how you react to any given situation you know so you know when our house burned down and in a small space of time you know my father passed away there were things going on at work best friend died all these things happened in a short period of time and whether someone would say oh your faith kept you going or you trusted in god or using some sort of religion as a support or a crux at the end of the day it's how you react to any given situation will determine how how much of an impact things will affect you mentally emotionally and spiritually mm. so it's by trying to live life with equanimity so don't when when things are 
absolutely brilliant. Don't go off your sort of uh, mind in sort of exuberance and happiness. Uh, and likewise, if, if if something what you deem as negative or bad or, uh, or you know, I've lost my job or uh, I'm short of money, things that we deem are on a physical nature bad for us, try to treat them as experiences to grow from, experiences to un- try to understand. It doesn't matter where we are or what country we're in or what job we're doing everything is just part of life you know well when and, and we have we have choices as well to make changes that sometimes yeah, we, don't, we don't realize we don't realize we've got those choices we become our own prisoners don't we i stayed in a job for seven years that i shouldn't have stayed in i hated going there and i've stayed in relationships that have been literally tearing me apart for too long not recognizing that i had the choice to to leave much sooner mm. and the problem is human nature is that we fear we certainly, as you, as a species, we fear change, don't we? Mm. Because of the apprehension of what's around the corner. But um, universal consciousness, God, the source, the light, the, the divine, whatever name people tag or associate um, with the love that is universal, need to trust in themselves and trust in the journey uh, and not... I mean, it's so easy to think, oh, what's going to happen next month? Or what's going to happen, mm. well, even what's going to happen the next uh, five minutes, next hour? Because you, you're concerned about something. But you just, it's so crucial to let it go. Mm. Uh, and that, that's and, why I teach mindfulness, because it's, it is, it, it really makes a massive difference in your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's about uh, enjoying the journey. You know, this whole process of, you know, we're born we live and then we die you know in, mm. in in exclamation marks the whole process is life you know people say oh is there life after death well really death is just another part of the process of what your soul's going through it's in essence really it's life after life mm. yeah and people could say well you know what what proof is there you know would you believe everything in uh, the quran or the bible or any religious uh, book you know people's faith then comes into question or you question your faith those yeah. sorts of things and I think that's but based you... on experience as well isn't it because I believe more than books I believe in the experiences that I've had I've seen things I've witnessed things that, yeah. that that's where yeah. my belief comes from and my faith comes from yeah from your own experiences yeah and that that's and that's the that's the, the hitting the um, what's the nut in the shell isn't it you know it's what's occurring to you as a person and as a soul will bring you it probably doesn't make sense the time because what you're going through you think oh crikey you know i can't cope with this but it's through those experiences and only through the experience of man can you learn to grow as a soul Mm. otherwise why why are you here why are you here because if you if you don't embrace life with eagerness and joyfulness, what's the point? If it's like you know, if you're in um, if you if you're doing something and you, and you deem it as oh, you know, oh, I hate doing this, uh, that that time will drag, doesn't it? Mm. If you're doing something with family and with friends, you know, something that you find enjoyable, that will flash by. Mm. Yeah. So the time element of things, I mean, who who wants to live a life of misery and that? 
therein goes back to your own individual choice as a mm. human being as a soul is whatever you face your decision then is to say to yourself well what do i make of this am i going to be joyful or am i going to withdraw in myself and and think of this as, as something negative and, and if you do that and don't try and cope with it then that can obviously lead to those uh, health issues uh, that we spoke about earlier mm. uh, you know everything will manifest on the body your emotions if, if someone's going through an emotional difficult time mm. and you know you've yourself have experienced this yeah and i've experienced the manifestation in the body as well that's what why yeah. i've ended up disabled yeah you know it will it that that so-called stress is this ease or disease or this mm. ease you know and it's how sometimes we are i mean uh, you mentioned on one of those uh, questions about pain and suffering you know I, I was doing something stupid i got rained off the decorating side of things a few weeks ago i ended up concentrating on book stuff and things sitting on the settee for more or less two days like 12 13 hours obviously apart from going to the toilet and having a cup of tea and sandwich or whatever and i ended up um doing my back in mm. and it, it was absolute agony mm. I, I was crawling around on all fours you know it took me 15 minutes to get up the stairs 10 minutes to put a pair of socks on and uh, I was suffering for a long time with that And but that was stupid you know why sit in a settee for, for two days mm. absolute madness so uh, but the the pain side of things sometimes pain could be karmic it could be something that you need to experience to have that growth as a soul well, well what um, happened to me did open me up to all of the other things that I've got involved in it slowed yeah. me down it slowed me down massively <laughs> and and now yeah. Now, now I pay attention to my body so I won't put too many things in my diary and I won't sit at a desk for more than the length of this interview so I won't sit in one back I'm usually up and down and I do some yeah. stretches and things and and I make sure that I'm putting fluids into my body and eating my my food habits have completely changed I didn't realize I was addicted to some of the things I was clearly addicted to before and the way as a society as well we numb those pains with painkillers or we try to didn't work for me made me more ill we're not paying attention to to what is really going on in the body and what, what we need to do for ourselves we're not listening to our we're not listening to ourselves are we we're not no. listening to our own needs the problem is the the world outside and i don't necessarily you know i don't mean outside your front door but i mean the world in general is mm. it's very much you know you've you got the tv radio commercialism buy this do that be be like this they're all things that are influencing you and it's how much you as a person will accept that influence will dictate how you are mentally emotionally and physically and spiritually there was there was an expression that i i learned many many years ago and i, I used to trouble trying to get it around my head it was it was something like live in the world but don't be part of it um but, and and that doesn't mean all oh, that you should um you know isolate yourself lock yourself away live in a cave which we've all been doing anyway for a while haven't we <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, I've actually quite enjoyed it. <laughs> well, yeah. We see, and, and and you know that is fantastic. You're actually saying that because you know I, I had a, a few people on um, mention things on websites and through my blog and stuff like that where they said, oh, you know, I'm at home. I, I, I you know, I can't stand it, or uh, I, I've got cabin fever and all these sorts of things. And I, I was thinking. Well, hang on, you know, you're at home, you've got food, you've got electricity, you've got the time to, to perhaps pursue things that 
you've never had the time to do before. Mm. Uh, you know, home is where the heart is. Why on earth would someone have cabin fever? I love being at home. Yeah, I love being at home. <laughs> you know, and that's where most people feel safe, isn't it? In, yeah. In their own environment. I suppose that depends on the home, though, and the people around you, because I have had a home in the past that wasn't a safe environment. So I loved school. So for, for children, particularly, you know, school yeah. can be their safe place, can't it? So yeah, that well, did, con- that did concern me a bit for, for families in those in that position. And of course, you know, for those, especially at the height of the, the pandemic, those who were living in flats or high rise flats, yeah. with, you know, no gardens. And if they had children, you could, excuse me, you could, you could perhaps after a period of time, think to yourself, well, you are trapped, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're in some sort of self-imposed cage or prison. But that 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 takes, in actual fact, that's quite a good link in terms of um, going back to your mind and, mm. and things like meditating is that you can be absolutely anywhere where you want to be. You can, through meditation, you could be favourite place you've ever experienced you could be on a beach uh, you could be absolutely you could be across the universe mm. you know you, and I've, I've upped my game in meditation during this period I don't think I took it quite as seriously until I would do it in small pockets but I've been doing two hour meditations yeah I mean that's absolutely since this if you, if you can do that uh, mm. that's fantastic because you're giving yourself time to you know rather than say bite sized chunks of being in touch with your inner self your higher mm. self or the divine within you're delving sort of head first into that pool of tranquility mm. that is within inside yourself i mean for those who are starting off uh, who or who haven't tried meditation it can be quite difficult because i said the, the, the monkey mind is always throwing mm. you know you, thoughts come into your mind and you think you can't seem to escape them but one of the the easiest sort of tricks that i come across a while ago was if something comes into your mind and takes you away from that sort of stillness and quietness that you're hoping to experience is is plant a seed in your mind of oh where's that thought coming from and just by saying that one little statement you're taking the thought process away of thinking oh do you know what I've got to get the kids tea on or oh yeah yeah I haven't read the electric meter today or oh crikey I've got to get to the shops to go and get the bread you know things that sort of everyday life issues that crop into your mind Mm. when you're trying to do the complete opposite of being quiet and still so that little statement is oh where where did that thought coming from if you try it yourself it it tends to really sort of focus you on that sort of quietness that you're trying to attain and that Um, you're not actually that thought you're something separate you're separate to you're separate and i think a lot of people think that because they're they've still got thoughts going around when they're trying to meditate that they're doing it wrong but that's not true is it you're actually learning to witness that that you're not that thought yeah you separate yourself separate yourself so here's another analogy we've all been in traffic jams haven't we Mm. yeah and they can be a nightmare because you you constantly stop start stop start and your thought is you know how far i've got to go you know what's in front of me all those sorts of things well when you're in meditation you could look at that same situation as if you are above the traffic so you are above you know you're like 
an eternal witness of what's happening below. So that traffic jam, uh, full of thoughts and memories and things that are on your mind, right? By trying to elevate that thought process above that, you, you're sort of looking outside that this cocoon of life. Yeah, you, mm. you're actually viewing above. I don't mean sort of physically, that analogy of looking down on the cars, but you're actually taking yourself outside of the mind. To yeah, give yourself by, a, a higher perspective. Yes. And and for me, I, I would change my thoughts to, well, I'm grateful I'm not the person responsible for this. You may be in an accident at the front. And if yeah. we're late, we're late. I'm meant yeah. to be late. I'm meant to be late. There's a reason. Yeah, it's... Uh, it could, I mean, say for instance, like you get stuck at traffic lights, or whatever. You obviously hear people about road rage and all those sorts of things. And again, it's about how you conduct yourself and, and how you handle your own thoughts. But that exact thing where you're thinking, well, yeah, I've got to be somewhere. Oh, I've only got so many minutes. How do you know that that being stopped at the traffic light hasn't kept you from having an accident mm. or... Oh, go on then. I don't want to miss any of these. Where did your spiritual no. journey begin, David? When, yeah, when, uh, or, or maybe as an adult, when did you? Because I know now that there was stuff when I was a child that I knew that none of the adults believed around me. So, so now I, I think I knew a lot of stuff back then, but I didn't believe myself because nobody else had the same beliefs. But mm. I've come back. I've come back full circle to what I believed as a child. So for you, where did that start? Well, you see, when you when you're a child, you you have this sort of so-called innocence, and so you, you you're more receptive to information, into, especially spiritual information, and that's why you often hear stories about oh oh little Johnny says that um, you know he's he he had a visitor in his room, uh, or his grandfather paid him a visit, whatever. And uh, as adults or parents would say, oh no, you're just imagining it. And those sorts mm. of things so children tend to be very open spiritually and that's why they tend to experience so many things that way not always but it's very common whereas as soon as you start getting indoctrinated indoctrinated with life the you you become almost spiritually withdrawn uh, mm. away from uh, the energies that are constantly within and around us because you're focusing on life and living in this world for me it wasn't really but well when i was a child i, I, I kept thinking i was german and i used to play when i used to play soldiers i was always a german and i'd, I'd have a dream that i was a german tank commander and all I know it sounds funny, but I really felt and feel that I, perhaps in a so-called past life, I know some people don't believe in past lives or regression, those sorts of things. I think but, you'll find a lot of people on this show probably will. Oh, well, that's, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I always felt as if there was something that I'd experienced before somehow or in some way. But it wasn't until I was about 21 when I met a medium who would tell me things about my life and about my family and issues, which I knew that no one else would know. Mm. So at that particular point, I thought, crikey, it, um, there's got to be something more to this. How was this, you know, uh, how, how was she doing this? So it was around about that time where I was joining spiritual groups, uh, meditation circles, development circles. And from there, it sort of, it became like I needed to quench my thirst for knowledge and sort of internal wisdom rather than experiencing things on a physical level. Mm. I, I felt as if I needed to know what this whole life is, is about. So that was, that was for me, was when I was about 21. Um, some people 
start very, very young age. Some people may start later on in life when they're retired. They might start to think about their own mortality and think, well, what's going to happen to me, you know, after I die? So they become more focused and, and more mindful of the process of life and, and, and that sort of thing. Mm. So there's no right and wrong, right, right or wrong, because people open up to their inner selves at any time in life. Um, mm. But the later you leave it, the physical side of things and your mental capacity is, you know, as you age, you slow down, don't you? Um, the younger that you become more open, the greater ability and the greater reach of helping others you have. Yeah, there's never too late is time to start but the earlier you start will have a big impact on the influence you have with others the one i say a problem it's not really a problem one of the first things someone said to me when i was younger was that they called a spiritual path a pathway of tears and it took me a while to understand what that actually meant not everyone's going to feel especially those who are around you husband wives partners boyfriends girlfriends sisters brothers it doesn't matter who they are they may not necessarily agree with what you're feeling or what you're thinking. Um, now, you could try and embrace and uh, difference. You know, it's like hobbies. Everyone has their own hobbies mm. and everyone has their own ways of dealing. You know, someone might go golf and take their mind away from their work or whatever hassles they believe they have mm. by doing what they feel is what enjoyable um you know a partner husband wife or whoever may not agree with how you're thinking feeling and it could impact on relationships because often when you become more aware of what i call the truth of you you see life differently you deal with things differently you may even act differently but for me one of those things was i became a vegetarian teetotal mm. um you know my I'm, choices I'm, I'm, I'm a completely different person to who i was when i worked in that job three years ago completely yeah. Different, and, and I say the and that's for me to see that I just see growth within you as as a human being as a soul. You know, sometimes people because they don't feel the same way, mm. that emotional conflict could come in play. And you know, sometimes people part, they separate, they divorce, mm. they you know, the so-called negative aspects of that personal development that, that someone's going through. But um, that can have its positive things. Yeah, you know, someone might say, well, maybe. You weren't be, you weren't meant to be together or that stage of your life it was meant to uh, come to a conclusion to give you the, that ability and the time and the space to grow to your true for your true purpose mm. and I think I'm as not well that there's a right or wrong to have their own process to work through yeah and something that you might see as bad like a, I'm going through a divorce again now for both of us the things that have come out of, of our separation and our divorce are that he's getting the right help now he's getting the right support that he didn't wouldn't have had if he continued living here so yes. so the outcome of this is that I'm doing this <laughs> which is feels amazing and, and he's able to work on his own growth without that being entangled in a relationship that we were trying to hold together yeah you know, I was just glancing down here because there's a as a phrase you know who knows what good is going to come out of a so-called tragedy mm. um, and there's, an, there's a saying here is um, go beyond or transcend the need to explain what happens to you as in the good bad and indifference mm. um, when you do that you actually allow the universal consciousness 
focus and the life energy to resolve the situations that you're in for your higher good mm. and at the earliest opportunity. Yeah? Most of us are stuck in resistance, trying to stop. In the resistance mode. Yeah, most of us are stuck in that, aren't we? We're in a loop. That We were in a loop. We were in a loop for quite a few years. And until we let go, and, and we, can, we, we can still let go of each other from love, from unconditional love. So I think I was caught up for a while in believing that unconditional love was keeping it going, staying with, but it wasn't. The most loving thing that we could do for each other was to let each other go. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. Can I ask you, David, you channeled all of your books, didn't you? I just wanted to say that uh, as a friend and someone who's known you for very, you know, for many years, I just think you've done amazing. Um, and to, to come through both of you as stronger people uh, is proof to anyone who's listening to this podcast and to other people who know you as well, that good can come from something that we deem as a very, very difficult and upsetting time. So mm. I hope you're proud of yourself, Katie, because... Thank you. you know, and, and, and another thing is, I know that if we'd have stayed in that situation, he would probably be dead by now. Good Lord. And a lot of us do yeah. stay stuck and that is yeah. the outcome. Whereas yeah. if, if we if we could let go and let, let life flow in the way it's supposed to flow, instead of trying to control everything, we can have better outcomes. Absolutely. And who said, feel the fear and do it anyway? That was that was an expression that came out in the 80s and yeah. the 90s. But you no, do well recognise, so, you can you can recognise as well when, when you're going around in that same circle over and over, that there, obviously you've got to do something different, haven't you? Yeah, to make the change. Yeah. Yes, well, well done. Um, but no, the question, you said about channelling. Yeah, you've channelled all of your books. Well, um, you? yes, the, the, the channelling aspect of things, is when that spiritual development process began for me, um, I, I would sit and meditate and kept thinking, well, you know, there are a lot of so-called channelled books out there, like Neil Donald Walsh and Jack Armstrong. There's many, many others. And I, I sat to meditation thinking, well, who, who would like to communicate with me? Because we've all, we've all got gifts, spiritual gifts, and the way they come out can manifest in a number of different ways. You know, I'm not talking just talking maybe about psychic gifts in terms of um, clairaudience or clear hearing spirit or clairvoyance where you're seeing spirit. For me, when I asked that question, it wasn't too long afterwards where it felt as if I had this voice inside me, like either in the mind or with inside me. And it was like, you know, pick up a pen. And you think, well, why don't need to pick up a pen to so pick up a pen and words started to flow and on certain occasions it would be like three or four pages of text uh, information it was so fast I was writing it so fast you know I just thought it was amazing there's some people around the world actually uh, receive that in in a different language to what they actually can speak which I find uh, you know it's just unbelievable that's amazing <laughs> um, you know they can't even speak the language yet they're receiving it they're, yeah, um, yeah so that was how it started for me but you could look at channel really as listening to your own inner voice mm. the words would come through and I would write them down and because it kept happening I kept getting the notion of put this information into a book and so that's how Pathway uh, my first book or spiritual book our, our book came into being and then it progressed where I was um, receiving information in dreams and precognitions which is uh, foreseeing future events and things like that where I was writing that information down which formed part of a second book and so now I, I don't so much use the word as channeling as but as listening to my inner voice these mm. days which is where the latest book came from a 
pocket full of God, which was a, a culmination of, of over t- 25 years worth of passages of information from spirit, God, the divine, the source. Well, it, it's, such a, it's such a beautiful book, David, when you gave me it to oh, listen to. You. The audio book, I couldn't turn it off. It was beautiful. I just could have oh. stayed in it forever. <laughs> oh, bless you. You know, it, you know, I'm not really a, a marketer and not, I'm still learning about social media and all these sorts of things. And uh, over the years, I haven't, apart from meditation circles and my blog, uh, getting the word out there of my experiences, um, I haven't used the power of the internet. I had some negative in- experiences or growth experiences of the internet in the early days where a very first website, which went pear-shaped, just things didn't happen with technology and more experience. The new website I've, I've developed a couple of weeks ago, hopefully, hopefully will give a greater outreach to the work that I want to share. I think as well, the world is in a place where more people need your work, need to read your book. And, and maybe it was a slower process because now is the time. Now is now is the right time for more people to, to get hold of your books. Well, it's very, yeah. It's uh, can, very you, can you tell us, can, can you tell us, David, where is your website? Where can people find you? Well, the new website is ascensionforyou.com. Ascension for you, it's all one word, ascensionforyou.com. So, the, the four is F-O-R, Ascension for You, Y-O-U.com. Okay. And people can go on there and they can subscribe to... See, I'm, I'm trying to... Oh, I so... I desperately, desperately, desperately want to... That sounds needy, that does. Uh, want <laughs> to help people live a full and blissful life by understanding the truth inside themselves. But that's the impact when, then. That's the impact you want to have on the world. So it's not yes, that you're needy. Absolutely. It's that's, I, yeah. Well, I'm trying to do that through the books and if people subscribe to the, the, the I call it the Join David's Mission to Live a Full and ha- uh, full and Blissful Life. So yeah, it is an email list, but it's designed for people to join an ever-increasing circle, an expansion of love and life I know some people don't like that expression, love and light. But, um, oh, I love it. Yeah, well, I do. But some people find it a bit, I don't know. Snowflakey. Snow- <laughs> yeah, snowflakey. Mind being a, bit, a snowflake. A bit hairy fairy, you know, it doesn't really... <laughs> It doesn't really uh, define anything, does it? But yeah, by joining the mailing list, they'll get, well, initially they'll get a, a free book and also they can download part of the audio book free as well. And then there'll be ongoing a monthly newsletter and I'll be getting great content out there to motivate, inspire and uplift people's hearts. And like you said, through this pandemic, a lot of people have become more insular and forced to become sort of, uh, you know, you can't go to cinema, obviously things, you know, the uh, pub, is obviously having an impact restaurants and it obviously it's infecting people's health especially the elderly mm. where they can't get to see their family and yeah friends. I've not seen my mum um, since January which oh, is just, pretty pretty horrible but yeah and I know there are conspiracy theorists out there and they'll say you know uh, you know I mean the Spanish flu killed millions didn't it and the actual numbers that are coming to to Covid I mean one death is one death too many but when you take it into the fear of illnesses and diseases throughout history history mm. COVID-19 is not impacting on humanity anywhere near as no. Uh, a, no. A, as things in the past obviously because of medical I, interventions I think uh, there's more fear going on around the conspiracy theories than done the COVID there's, there's more negativity being attached to those things so I try and stay away from any of that because yeah. I'd at the rather end of the be day, in the love and light yeah at the end of the day Katie if you 
it's all about responsibility and how responsible you are as a person mm. with other people but also it's how you going back to the mental side of things and and your health anyone's health is how you actually deal with what's going on and it's about trying to be joyful every single moment of your life because mm. when you're joyful your demeanor your whole aspect of who you are will shine mm. and again it's not really until we get older that people actually start questioning their mortality if mm. you actually were thinking about life you would we as a human being we, we would appreciate every single moment we are alive and i absolutely yeah. do now i think it's the most important thing that we can do is appreciate everything every day appreciate everything the most important moment is the now mm. you know and i know that again that cliche of living in the moment is quite banded about but, out there. but this moment creates everything that, that happens in yeah. the future doesn't it so it's very Absolutely. important to be responsible right now in every moment and and make instead of reacting stop and and yeah and think about what that response or that reaction is going to create in your life yeah it's, it's again it's what impact you're having on other people you know what what would be what would be your legacy you know if someone's on their gravestone or whatever born live died well you know again no one should judge how any of us live but you know you've been given the ability and you are divine to shine mm. so why not change your mindset and instead of thinking that life is perhaps you know drudgery you know what impact can you have on other people and in turn what impact can you have on your own life uh, and that um, impact can be just because other people can see that you're changing that you're yes. living your life in a different way you don't have to even teach them just by showing up and being who you are you're having yes. an impact on everybody around you, you, well, you, had, you so. well you had a huge impact on me because I haven't I, I wanted to bring this up I first met you in 2011 and you'd done a couple of landscaping jobs for me and we had a mutual friend and, and she told me that you wrote spiritual books and I'd always been interested in spirituality I just didn't make the time for it in my busy life and from the moment I read Pathway that literally is what opens up the last oh, nine wow. years for me so so I highly recommend that you get on David's email list and read his books because your life will change and I'm, I'm blessed that you live in my village oh really am. well <laughs> Katie it's, it's it's very humbling to to hear those words like that and if I mean there's, there's always this angst and people have about spirituality or helping others and having some sort of remuneration or an income from those sorts of things but um, I'm hoping that um, you know and, and people say oh someone's successful success is just something that's within oneself you know if someone sold one book that could be deemed as a success because you could have changed that person's life who's then exactly. gone on to change lots of other people's lives yeah yeah and your podcast it could be deemed successful if only one other person mm. uh, from all your podcasts that you, podcasts that you do it, it influences them and makes them a better person or changes their life has an impact on their life. Yeah. So the success angle, uh, I I think if if there is any remuneration from any of these books, it enables me to invest and be able to produce further works and content to to be able to share. Mm. So in that sense, after twenty odd years or twenty five years. I finally got my head around that mm. and accepted that the fact that God or the source or divinity has given me this gift of the of the written word to be able to mm. share. So it, I can't sort of what's the book of what's the point of having information if you're not going to share it? Yeah. Because only only that way only that way you're going to grow and it's not humanity is not about that is it? It's no. about sharing and 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 uh, giving to other people. And a lot um, of us a lot of us have gifts that we've sort of along the way. There's there's many creative people, aren't there? That I've wanted to write. 
write a book for years and and that's still I want to write a book well I've actually bought the desk in the writing desk in now and I've started right. to write but I also used to write songs and a few weeks ago I had a song that literally I did a meditation and I literally at the end of the meditation wrote a full song with all of the melody within half an hour of coming out of the meditation so we forget we've got these gifts and there's a reason that we've got these gifts isn't there yeah well that's how that's how a lot of the uh, Beatles songs Paul McCartney Prince uh, as well yeah he, he had he had words in a dream stuff like that and again it's it's how the creative element of life or life energy flows through through you and manifests mm. itself whether it's through you know whatever aspect of creativity you know drawing painting the written word poetry film uh, your podcast singing <laughs> singing you know I mean, again singing is one of the most beautiful things because it resonates you know it brings it, it interacts with someone's heart doesn't it and it reminds you uh, of where you were when that song mm. came out or it reminds you of a, a relationship or an experience or an emotion mm. so those creative gifts are all waiting inside every single person Mm. Um, to to explore and to shine and very quickly when I was working in the insurance industry and after so many years it just uh, it wasn't right for me the day I left I got in that car and it was a beautiful hot sunny day I wound the window down turned the radio on and the song I can't remember who it was by but the words were you know, I'm free to, or you're free to do what you want to do I oh, know I can't sing like you you quality of singing but <laughs> you know I could have turned that radio on and it could have been any song any words yeah, yeah. part of that song and it was exactly saying what I needed to hear yeah. the opportunity so we get caught up with what uh, society tells us don't we so when I, I had my I know now that the acting experiences I had as a teenager I wanted when I was young I wanted to be a star I wanted to be an actress and sing I was singing in the playground to my dinner ladies age five so it's always been there yeah. and considering the background that I came from it shouldn't have happened really the, the opportunities that I did get so I know that I attracted those but when I got to the age of 18 then I had to pay board at home and I was encouraged to go out and get a real job which is where where I gave up on my dream back then so we all get caught up in what what society expects of us when we've got these massive gifts inside of us that we are not using or not not tapping into which is a shame but I think the world's changed now I think that this generation has more opportunity to express creativity and creativity create an income with their creativity there's much yeah. more opportunity for that now I, I think you're absolutely right the world is definitely changing and it's communicating I think in a more friendly way I mean obviously there are things that happen around the world that we deem as awful or horrendous or but we are at this point where we can embrace our uniqueness and our togetherness as humanity to change the world to be a better place you know and that that includes the environment and I mean this planet is a jewel mm. um, in the universe I mean I, I saw a little bit on, about a space on uh, the wonders of the universe the day just for 10 minutes there was an image by Hubble Telescope, which was uh, only about, I don't know, uh, it was blown up on the screen, about three or four feet by three or four feet square. And uh, in there was something like 100 billion stars or galaxies. And within those was X amount of millions and billions of planets and stars. And you can't get your head around it, but this planet we're on gives us life, mm. the water, the air, the food. And it's how, you know, what do we appreciate it? Do we just, in it, because we live such busy lives we just take everything for granted we go around with our eyes closed in automatic yeah. modes don't we just race yeah. into the next thing from one thing to yeah. another 
together and not experiencing life. Yeah. Yeah, the creatures, the insects, the the wildlife, uh, the trees, which give us oxygen. Even the very Um, fact that we're here, because the chances of us being here, my mum had um, a stillbirth a year before me. If that hadn't happened, I wouldn't even be here. And the same thing happens the year after me, and then my brother was born. So the chances of us being here, they're miraculous. My grandparents were both evacuated in the Second World War. So if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be here. There's so many miracles in life when we when we look. Yeah. And, and when you know, we've got this, this planet... many years behind us, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, with this planet, pe- pe- people have often said to me over the years, you know, is there a heaven or what would heaven be like? And the question there you could you can ask back is, how do you actually know or not know that you're already living in a heaven? I think this is heaven. It's what we make it, yeah. isn't it? It can be heaven yeah. or hell. It depends on yeah. what we are heaven. living in a paradise. Mm. How do you know that whatever you think? or might believe that where you're going to go is better than what you experience or what you're living on now. And of course, someone might say, well, oh, oh I hate living or I hate my job. And you know, they're all, they're all the things that, again, it's how you are dealing with your thoughts on the events that's happening to you dictate on, on how you feel. Mm. So if you try to reconstruct your thoughts about the way that you're living in life, you will see that you are actually, you're actually, living in a, an amazing place mm. and so if you're joyful that will it will grow on you and it'll become more deep set in your thought and mind process mm. um, so when you wake up smile because you're alive <laughs> it's the first thing i do i appreciate yeah, waking up every single morning <laughs> yeah no there's there's a guru once said that i don't know how these figures whether they're accurate nowadays but a quarter of a million people don't wake up in the morning yeah quarter of a million so when you wake up it's a good day isn't it it's an amazing day yeah and if your family and friends are alive that's an even better day Mm. yeah so smile at every opportunity yeah because that joy is infectious and it will spread and spread and spread and that's what we want to do isn't it let's spread some joy across this planet spread some joy across the world no it's been lovely to talk to you Katie thank, uh, thank you so much David um, it's been lovely to have you and I'm sure that everyone at Soulful Valley will really appreciate this conversation oh well I hope that uh, they just recognise the joy and the love within themselves and what we've gone through in our experiences hopefully we're now sharing together on here but there are so many uncharted voyages that people can take mm. and it's just a case of right today's a new day I'm going to get on and do this and I'm going to experience life and nothing or no one is going to hold me back and if you wake up in the morning and with with that enthusiasm for life you can achieve and live and receive great things that's wonderful thank you beautiful david god bless and you go, then. thanks for all the listeners and i hope you uh live a uh, live a full and blissful life thank you david ascensionforyou.com <laughs> yes don't forget <laughs> i'll Take be care. there god bless <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I hope that you've heard something today that makes your life a little lighter. Our aim is to share love, light and wisdom and to raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think they would benefit from listening to it.